Alright, let me get the card real quick before we start. Okay. <laughs> oh, good God. Jesus fucking Christ, you know, I swear it. You're the worst. I am not the worst. Close to it. But I'm not the worst. Who's the worst thing? Oh, you know. Oh, you didn't know? You guys both know. I'm. Oh, yeah. I do know who the worst is. Worst year we've ever lived in. It's true. It's true. One second. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. My fucking chair is the most noisy fucking thing I've ever listened to in my life. I'm sorry to shake. I feel like my I'm, room's I'm dark. It is dark. I know, I but need to find cool uh, Be right back. Is it cool? Does it look cool? Yeah. No, no, yeah, you look good. Okay. It, gives a, it gives an aura. Well, I was trying to fucking make it green. You look, but, like, uh, you look like Malachi Black's about to fucking show up <laughs> okay. in, in your screen. That, that works then. That's cool. Yeah, you say All that right. until you kicks you in the head everyone's rolling in so i say we get this thing started welcome everybody to the geo and meatbag show what's with the up roadie, episode number 85 we hope you guys are doing well and having a wonderful week this week oh we Joe know, Cinco. yes we know we are and uh we appreciate you guys for tuning in another fabulous week uh how's the week been for uh how's the week been for the roadie uh, my week has been fucking amazing. Uh, I got just I'm I'm making shit happen. So that's all. That's all it is. That's good. I think I have music playing in the background. Just been making shit happen, huh? Yeah, I'm making million dollar moves. You making know, moves, people who moves. don't make shit happen always say that. <laughs> yeah, but they're not in my they're not in my uh, perdition. I can't fucking speak. I'm done. I'm just gonna sit here because my voice isn't working. <laughs> my fucking words. <sighs> there, we get what you're saying. You're they're not in your perdition. They're not, but yeah, they're not. In, they're not me. They're not me. <laughs> Fuck you. I make shit happen. Me. I'm making shit happen. Fucking making million dollar moves. 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 Making million dollar moves. Moves. <laughs> fucking Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Hey, so, um, so yes, welcome everybody. Well, Thanks for joining in. We have uh, lots of stuff to get into when it comes to the land of the punk rock talking and the pro wrestling world. Um, what we do best here on the Geo and Meatbag show, featuring Roadie every single week. We're here on 85 and Meatbag. I know your week was exciting. Let's get right into it, man. Oh, no. Oh, I was going to ask you first, but this is fine. This is all fine. Uh, My week was suck. It was a... There you go. <laughs> Your week was suck? Yes. Your week was suck. Yeah, fuck you guys. Okay, now, now on to me. in back. a prediction. Gio's week was suck, and uh, I had time fun. <laughs> you had ton fun. I had ton fun last night. Me too. That was uh, last night. So, 
so essentially I've just been waiting for this uh, first weenie roast. It's been highly anticipated for a while. And boy, let me tell you, it was fucking awesome. The chain last night, uh, packed house, uh, fucking great openers. Rex always does a killer job doing the uh, hosting. Rex Dart has been the host for Winnie Roast for some time now, and it's just a really good time, dude. It was so fucking fun. Uh, I'm still pretty tired. I didn't get drunk or anything. I just didn't sleep very much because I watched Dynamite as soon as I got back to the hotel. Dynamite. And uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a really good show though. We played really well, and the crowd was loud. There's some clips on my Instagram, folks, so if you guys want to check it out, I know you if you follow the show, you probably follow me on Instagram, but if not, it's at me back. And yeah, it's just insanely good time. And there's lots of clips and lots of stuff happened. There was lots of hot dogs and lots of boobs and It was the first of very many more to come. Every first Wednesday of the month, Double Down Saloon, Las Vegas, Nevada. Franks and Deans will be throwing it down at the Weenie Roast. I'm fucking glad it's back, man. I will say this. By the time we hit, like, hour number two, hey, the kitty. Oh, the little kitty. <laughs> uh, by the time we hit hour number two, oh, my God, we were fucking beat. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. I could have easily thrown up last night and just understood <laughs> just why. <laughs> Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's a, a three-hour gig with like hardly any breaks. That's pretty tough, dude. Uh, real it's quick. not like our band practices where we just go 45 minutes, 15-minute break, 45 minutes, 15-minute break, right. 45 minutes, 15-minute break. It was like an hour. Then we would take like 10 minutes, if that. I think it would be like five-minute breaks, and then we just go do like another hour, then another five, and yeah. So You know, Haas, it was needs, fun. Haas Anywho. needs his cigarettes. You know that. So real, oh, yeah. <laughs> real quick shout-out to Bobby Lacey. Real quick shout-out to Lady Meats, Jaden Lindrum. Michelle is watching. Brad Gray, Eric Seals. What up, Dylan, all the way from the shoreline. Uh, what do we got? Bradley? Bradley's watching. The roadie's watching? Oh, nice. shit. No. It's always nice having... I will, <laughs> I will say this. It's always nice having Dylan on the sh uh because he's just like a really good friend, though, and he's always here every week supporting. And uh, just shout out to that guy, man. Dylan is one of our dearest friends and helped Squared actually get on their feet, you know? Yes. Just kind of like gave you guys a little... Uh, gave you guys something to do rather than just talking about writing music together as in you and Simmons, you know, he actually like had cool ideas. Yeah. And, he was our photographer, you know, our videographer. He was our fucking, yeah. Our main uh, groupie for a, for a while, <laughs> just hanging out with us and drinking and fucking feeding us and buying us drinks and yep. We drinking a, and fucking dude. We have, and yeah, nice. sucking and fucking, we have, we have a lot to uh owe to uh old Dylan there. We love you, buddy. We miss you. We need yeah, to see he, you soon. He's good people, dude, for <laughs> sure. Appreciate that guy. And I appreciate I everybody else that's in chat as well today. Uh we've got an awesome episode. We're gonna fucking talk about some dynamite. We're also talking about 
each other's weeks. <laughs> kind of usually how we do it, but Gio and uh, Gio and Bradley over here are selling me fucking short. I literally hey, had the most... to go down because we're about to talk dynamite, and that shit was off the hook last night. I had the so I was most waiting to get all hype up because I got two week. sleeping people in my house, my baby and my wife. You shut up, Jill. I'm trying to say something. Oh, he's pissed. <laughs> oh shit. He's 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 hot right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Save the promos I'm, I'm, for the promo episode. Let's... All right. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead, guys. My week was <laughs> so uneventful. It's it hurt. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> oh man. It wasn't that uneventful because last night's episode of Dynamite was legit. <laughs> yeah, that was really good, dude. That Very was really much needed uh, banger of an episode. Yes, for sure. And uh, fuck it. Just let's, jump right into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into it. So, last night, AW Dynamite was live in Miami, Florida. For the first time in 15 months, they're back on the road. And uh, it was a pretty fucking popping crowd, man. They're making some noise for sure. Oh, yeah. It's not, you can definitely hear the difference in arenas now because they've been at Daly's place for so long. And it just has this like certain sound to it. And then now that they're at this, they're at this new place. Just sounded different, bro. The yeah. crowd sounded different. Like everything sounded different. It was cool. As you pointed out, they had some fancy nice. new cameras and camera shots that they, yeah. were, that they were filming from. Again, a part of that is because we're so used to watching the Dailies Place product that they kind of have a different, um, they have a different approach of how they film it when they're on the road that we uh, have been longing for. And not only that, but they've picked up some new stuff along the way. Obviously, you mentioned the new camera looking fucking real sleek out there um but yeah uh overall just did a good job of making it feel like a fresh on the road new product like here we are uh back in action and it's new and it's exciting just like it was before the pandemic yeah dude it was uh it was a really fucking cool dynamite i'm not gonna lie peace out the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the camera angles, like you were saying, just like everything looks a little bit different. Everything's getting shot different because you're in a different arena. But that HD quality, that new cam that they're using, I can see it. You can see it. Yeah. Rody can see it. We all are on shit. the same page with this. Yeah, it looks fucking stellar. It's like that, that 5K shit. Yeah, 5K. I sure. know nothing about it. But uh, it's... It's like Give it time. that. He'll be there, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, it's like that camera they have on SmackDown with Fox. It's just that really sharp, fucking grab or uh, filter. Yeah, I guess you would say the one they use when they're walking down in the entrance ring. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It in looks the fucking good. Ring. You know, and it's fucking entrance to the ring. It, and they should use it more often. I don't know if they do because I don't watch WWE product enough. But they should use that in ring while they're uh, mid match or something more often. If they don't, it might be. A, it looks good. 
It might be one of those things where it's hard to pick up fast movements on those cameras as clear as like when sure. somebody's just standing there. You know what I mean? Like they they have, they clearly know what they're doing. But yeah, like that. I would love to see more of that camera, like you said, in, integrated into that like the uh, actual action, and you know, just like any kind of way that you're gonna freshen up a product is is not necessarily gonna be good, but it has potential to be good. So, right. like anytime you know, like you're they're they're experimenting with their cameras and their camera work, they're you know, like the fact that they're even they even care to to do that to freshen up their product is something that I can appreciate, you know, because not only you don't want to just keep going back to the well just because it works. Like if if times are changing and everything is becoming more high quality and high definition, then you need to change your product as well. I mean. AEW started off with like high quality cameras and shit. It looked amazing, but mm-hmm. you know, like I said, it's it's good to, that they experiment and, and look for bigger and better ways to to film their product. <coughs> it's yeah, it's all about progression. Yeah, it's all about progression, man. And uh, it's <coughs> it's just like with music and music videos and. Uh, shit any videographer or photography or anything you just try to get better uh with the quality obviously try to better the quality is the goal for just about anybody you know whether it's your quality of life or quality of uh habits or whatever it could be dude it's just like uh the goal you know yeah that's a good way to associate it with like a personal matter you know like, yeah, exactly. There's always, always room for improvement. <laughs> and, you know, it may not make sense to a lot of people, but wrestling's pretty personal to a lot of us, you know? So if, uh, if anything they can do that, if anything they do that improves the product, uh, that is pretty personal for us. We see those little things and we're fucking stoked about them. Yeah, you know. yeah. Even Lady oh, Meats yeah, mentioned in the comments that she watched the dynamite in the hotel before the weenie roast and noticed the quality difference right away. So Yeah, it looked great for sure. Yeah, chop, it looked chop. great. Thanks everybody for uh, tuning th- in and uh liking, sharing, and uh commenting. <laughs> Stay uh keeping up with us. We went from seven to to, to two. We lost five viewers once we started talking about wrestling. <laughs> it's it's been bouncing around. <laughs> They'll come back. They'll come back. <laughs> yeah, it bounces around from time to time. That's just how it goes. Uh, to kick off the night uh, at the James L. Knight Center in Miami, Florida, you had Cody versus, or I should say, Cody Rhodes. Yes, sir. Motherfucker got his last name, which he yeah. never should have not been able to have. Yeah, uh, considering his dad's and his brother's, you know, wrestling name. I get his brother's been working for WWE forever. It's well, kind of was was working. He's for had them it forever. for a while too before he busted it out. Like he had it and the rights to it before he was he changed it because he was still coming out as just Cody for a while. But um, trying to hype it up, probably. Yeah, I remember, uh, you know, the double or nothing that we were at. He was Cody Rhodes. You know what I mean? So he he kind of like. He, I think he put it away so that he would, uh, he wanted to establish himself, you know, without his father's name, which I can get behind. Sure. You know what I mean? And he did a good job of, yeah. You know. Hell yeah, man. 
Look at this high mustache tickler right here. But yeah, match started off. You look like you grow pot for a living. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. <laughs> well, so I'm doing this thing where I'm not going to shave my face or cut my hair. I'm going to look like straight Moses. So I'm going for. There you How's go. your wife feel about that? She wants me to grow it out and then cut it into a mullet, but I'm fucking, I don't live in the 80s. So you know I'm what, dude? Do that. He looks like hey, one of those fucking dudes. Uh, I can't remember. What was it? It was that uh, reality TV show with all the fucking. Oh, Brett Michaels, the... dude. No. Not Brett Michaels, you fuck. The, fuck? <laughs> the Rock of Love, uh, dude. No, somebody in the comments will be able to tell me. It's like with all the rednecks that like are brothers and Duck shit Dynasty. And with Uncle Scott. You look like one of the Duck Dynasty motherfuckers. <laughs> you did 100%. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, and, a, and a touch of old school Bray Wyatt. Too. <laughs> Lady Meat said he looks like he's in a post interview of Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Like, where are oh. they now? Uh, he's still. I got surviving. voted off the island. He 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 fucking put my fire out. I'm fucking done, man. <laughs> he came back. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I came back to grow the weeds. <laughs> oh, it's a good look for you. Uh, so Cody versus uh, QT Marshall. It was a good match <laughs> for the most part. You've seen uh, a lot of use of the strap. Uh, at first, I thought the and I still kind of feel that the touching of all four corners is kind of cheesy, but I get it's an old school rule. Uh, obviously, Cody came out with the W, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good match. Decent, decent uh, kickoff to Dynamite there. Fucking, I'll have to say, definitely giving it like four out of five stars, like. But that's just the mark in me, you know. I love, I like how Cody gets people emotionally involved. Go ahead, Meaty. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, good, good match, and uh, uh, it, was, it was a fun match too to start it out with with the whole strap match thing. So cool, man. Loved it. Uh, moving forward, Sammy, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, Sean Spears did the uh, backstage interview. Got attacked by Sammy Guevara. Uh, that was a pretty cool little spot. And then Tony did an interview where he uh, called Kenny and Don Callis out, and Kenny cut a dope promo. Uh, and then you just kind of knew the Dark Order was coming out. So Dark Order came out, interrupted Kenny, and then Good Brothers came out, and guess Dark Order got the shit beat out of them when they used to be able to jump tons of people. But they got the shit beat out of them by like three or four people is weird or four people yeah it was weird uh yeah. but <clears throat> but uh hangman came out and then you had that face off between hangman and kenny and it really hyped you up for the match in my opinion i i really thought that uh after watching that little face off it kind of made me feel that hangman could be the dude to fucking beat Kenny for the title, which uh, even if he doesn't, that's what that kind of shit's supposed to do. Well, just the whole uh, long story it. there, like 
there's such a fucking long-term story that's being told and unfolded that's basically mm-hmm. ties in from the beginning of the company, you know, with Hangman being part of the elite and then, you know, temporarily um, splitting away from the elite, forming a group with Kenny, and then, you know, just like all of it mixed together. It's like it all ties together into this, this basically this big story of Hangman being able to believe in himself again because he lost he lost the ability to believe in himself and now he's getting it back through you know the dark order and through the fans and all that and so now that he's starting to believe in himself again he actually has a good go at this this title shot and that's why i think they're not going to do it like right away i don't think the next pay-per-view is going to be hangman and kenny it might be but i think they're going to like slow burn this a little more <coughs> and eventually I think Hangy will get that title <coughs> he deserves it he's the, the runner up man he's the future he ain't getting younger you know and yeah that'll just build more of a storyline with Kenny I mean Kenny can always I mean, come back and win it later uh, I think uh, <clears throat> Revolution would be a good time to hand the strap over or kind of like beat that tradition because that's what it's been for. What's it? Did Moxley lose the title at revolution? I know he won the title at the revolution, uh, that we were at, that we watched together, but, uh, I'm trying to remember where Omega beat him for the title at. Where did he beat him? What match did he beat? I want to say, was it all out or was it all in? No, all in. No, all in was is not AEW. Um, all out. I want to say it was all out, but it might have been Revolution. If somebody wants to look it up real quick, I will. Um, yeah, you look it up real quick, because uh, if they if they trans if the title changes hands at Revolution, that kind of be expected. So you'd want to do it where it's not expected. It keeps the crowd hype as hell. And boy, were they fucking stoked to see Hangman last night. So we're we're all fucking dumb because Kenny Omega captured the AEW World Championship on December 2nd, 2020 on a special edition of AEW Dynamite. Winter is coming in Jacksonville, Florida. That's Do we even watch wrestling? Sting debuted on. Duh. Do we I even watch wrestling? That. So um, yeah, that's so weird. FYI, all outs on my birthday again this year, so that's fucking rad. Yeah, oh yeah, we talked about we last talked week. about that last time. Remember, we're all going to Chicago without you <laughs> for your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, now. Sure, we're gonna meet Sting and be like, "Yo, it's our friend Bradley's it's birthday," Sting! but he's not with us, it's so you don't Sting! have to tell him happy birthday or anything. It's Sting! <laughs> Uh, what yeah. you had that little sit-down interview with uh, good old Jr. Jr. and Ethan Page and Darby Allen. That was actually pretty entertaining. <laughs> the this next match though was <laughs> I might have liked it. No, I didn't Real like quick. how. Go ahead. Real quick, am I was I hearing things or did J, uh, Jr. apologize to a guy named Mark last night? 
in the beginning. I don't like, know if it was J. I heard him say Mark, but I don't know if it was Jr. Heard well, who the fuck's Mark. who the fuck's Mark? That's what are, I was wondering we, who we, you're is, talking about. I'm like, what? Yeah, Jerry, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, Mark. Like, is that Excalibur's real name? Fucking Mark. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did he just drop a shoot name? Did he it, get Jr. out of there? All right. Fuck. <laughs> Was it really Jr. that said Mark? I thought it was somebody else for some reason. No, I don't it was know. definitely I didn't even the. Hear it, but it just you know it's it's even further yeah. proving that he's just it's time to go. It's dude, especially when he he said WWE Dynamite, dude. Like, like <laughs> I literally I thought I was hearing shit. Like at first, like I was like, no, I definitely heard that, and I wrote you guys in the chat like immediately. I was like, dude, Jr. Literally, as soon as I turned on. The app. It was the end of Dynamite, and Jr. was like WWE Dynamite, and I was like, no fucking way did he just say that. So I wrote Can we get that a sound bit of that in the chat, and then and then sure as shit, like it's all over Twitter and the internet, and I'm like, wow, like he literally he really said that shit. That's even fucking... Jericho's like, give him a break. But Jr. I think like you said, Meatbag, he needs to be in that position with. Like he was uh, last night uh, doing those interviews, like with Ethan Page and Darby Allen, doing those. Because that was a downs. good, that was a good segment, you know. Well, though, if you remember from like Monday Night Raw, like those were the best, dude. Like when when Stone yeah. Cold sitting in the back with Jr. and or Kane. Remember when Kane like fucking freaked out and like made a fire happen or something, whatever, in one of the interviews, like. He just he has these really emotional interviews that he gets from from doing them backstage, and I think if they, yeah. they did that a lot more with Jr. and a lot less of him on commentary, and maybe even if they were to like bust him out for big time pay per views and like one or two matches on the card, then that'd be better. But yeah, that would be hype. I, I think just having him week to week is like it's it's exposing all of his flaws. I can't believe he smokes cigarettes, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Lighting up it, a cig on his podcast. Dude, I didn't even know he smoked <laughs> like that. Like, I've heard him talk about smoking weed before, but I didn't think he smoked cigs. Yeah, that's funny shit. Good old JR, man. What are we going to do with him? Right. So, next match was one of my favorite matches on the card. I wish it would have gone a little bit longer, but it seemed like they're short on time last night. And uh, you had... Hager Ortiz Santana with Conan versus uh, Cash Dax and Wardlow with Tully Blanchard, and this is a fast-paced, hard-hitting match. I thought it was fucking good. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, they I was, really I was are building it. Jake Hager as that heater, bro. He's a fucking, he's a beast. I was kind of upset. Like the Mark in me was upset that the fucking that you know uh, Santana Ortiz and Hager didn't win. You know, I was like, man, dang it. But that, you know, was like, that's a good match. You were emotionally invested. Yeah, it got me It got me good because it was a good match. So, like, it did its job for sure. That's that. Rody, what's your input, man? You fucking got anything to say at all today? Yeah, man, you know I always do. <laughs> What match are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, it was a. It, I liked it. I knew it was going to end that way because, like, how it started off, like, 
with him just like just hitting hard. And I was like, oh yeah, but then I was like, that means they're gonna lose it, and it yeah, did. yeah. So, a... but great match, uh, heavy hitting like you said, but uh, it was very unnecessary what they did to fucking Conan and whatnot at the end. Like that was rude. That was funny though when he broke up. That what was it socking a rocking a soccer yeah. or whatever he uses. I was like, you guys, old school. Oh yeah. But, um, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it was so good. It was, it was, so it good. Was, it was really good. It had that nice heel finish. Uh, quick match, kind of pissed you off, made you want more. I think that was kind of the key behind that. Uh, they announced uh, Mox versus a- Carl Anderson for the IWGP United States Championship. Dude, I'm so That'll be fucking, fucking stoked about boop, that, dude. Like the machine predictions. Gun? On the machine gun on a singles run is fucking no bueno for the wrestling, like for the wrestlers. Like, oh, he's so good, dude. He's so good. And like now he's getting a chance to show that side of him in AEW. Oh, man. Like, I've just been waiting for that. So, so I will say this real quick if anyone's going to be the guy to beat Mox for that title, Carl Anderson should be one of them. I think it's going to happen. He's going to bring it back over to the elite. Like, the elite's going to have all this gold. You know what I mean? Like, Kenny's got all these fucking titles. The Young Bucks are the tag champs. Fucking, you know the fucking elite or the club or the bullet club or whatever the fuck they want to be called (laughs) is going to involve themselves in that match as well, too. And, you know, Moxley is kind of like not really like, I don't know. Full full time back. I don't think he's going on the road. His his he's got a brand new baby boy or baby girl. So um, <clears throat> I don't know. If anyone's gonna do it, it should be Carl because Carl's out there working two shows every week. Uh, it's a hell of a person to put that title on right now. Get a lot of exposure. Not so, that New Japan doesn't have much exposure. Obviously, they're one of the yeah. oldest wrestling companies in the world but uh well they don't have as much american exposure as they deserve you know they they deserve know, right? a, a lot more american like, <laughs> exposure but to answer roadie i'm gonna go ahead and fully predict machine gun carl anderson dude fuck it It'll spice it up man spice it up i would i would like to see it but i'm gonna say mox retains um, it's going to be a fucking great match. Yeah, it sure is. But I'm going Mox. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I think I think it makes sense to have it on Machine Gun more than it does on Mox. But... No, you're absolutely right. But I'm making a prediction as a fan. No, I know. Fucking I get it. As a someone that does a podcast every week about wrestling so i'm not trying to persuade <laughs> your guys' opinions i'm just that was my final cap on my why i chose what i chose but um okay yeah so that yep that was announced fucking really excited for that yep that's gonna be great uh you have mjf and uh chris jericho they had their little in-ring standoff that was pretty cool i Cannot believe what MJF said coming down to the ring. Uh, I also am just yeah. kind of. I mean, the their promos, both of their promos are good, but where they're gonna go with this, you know? Yes. Yeah. 
So a fan jump, like it? a fan tried to attack uh, Jericho or jump the rail on Jericho. Yeah, I thought I thought that was MJF that shoved him out. Who was it? Was no, it, Jericho it was Jericho that shoved him out? Yeah, Jericho was like laying in some fists too, like fucking. I need but, to watch um, that again. Also, I don't think MJF. But it pans away. I don't think MJF said what I think. What I think you guys thought he said because I watched it three times and I did not hear what what Rhodey said. He said. But no, Nikki even heard it. She said, "What? You can't say that on live TV." I'm not sure what he said. I'll have to watch it back again. I think. I don't know. I, I don't. Think, I don't think they kept that in there. No, or I they think fucking... he. I think he was calling Chris Jericho a fad, like a a uh, a uh, uh, phase of a fashion phase, like a. You know. I mean, a fad it, it hit. Could, I mean, it could be yes, but what I and my wife heard was something completely different. I was like, I was appalled. I was like, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, just, I did not hear that at all and I, I i would like to think that the level of professionalism in mgf and AEW that that wouldn't have even been like a thought to say like yeah i think you might have misheard it possibly but like maybe said, it was weird but, uh, i mean obviously the internet isn't fucking melting right now so yeah i was MJF. i was noticing that also i was so, noticing that that, that like, is okay. true you know, uh, but no, so but that's Chris, also not nothing on the fan jumping in the ring either. Well, they they both so called him a fat ass, but they didn't like they didn't say the other thing that you said. But they they yeah. both they they both said something about him being fat or whatever. But gotcha. Well, Chris Jericho has to go through everybody in the pinnacle to or. Four opponents of fucking MJF's choosing before he can actually have a match with MJF. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Andrade El Idolo. I didn't think his in-ring debut was that hype at all. It was kind of uh, not, I don't know. Like the backflip thing he did was cool. Other than that. I give it a, I give it a six out of ten. I think the outfit he came in was a bit Shockmaster vibey. It's like, all right, like he's struggling trying to get it off. I'm like, <laughs> it was kind of a bit much, dude. You should have just walked out and people would have been excited, you know? Like, I thought it was overhyped for two guys that could have had a spot fest, dude, but they wrestled kind of slow. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and, and like they just didn't have good transitions. In my opinion, it wasn't that good of a match. No, I'm wasn't. not that big of a fan of Matt Seidel either. Like, I don't know. I think he he's another one of those people that kind of just fumbles in big time moments. You know, they right, and they could fucking announce him as former Impact champ because he was a former Impact World Champion, but they don't even announce him as that either. You know, yeah, like like it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, you that match, relationship that match Impact. was a little like weird. You could tell the timing was a bit off. Maybe some one of them was nervous. I don't know, but it was there was a few sloppy moves. Probably communicate. Like probably communication barrier, bro. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy against Kristen Cage will be next week as well. Uh, Tony Schiavone was in the ring with Arn Anderson. They were starting to talk a little bit, and then uh, lights go black as soon as they come back on. 
You had Malachi Black there, also formerly, formerly known no. as Alistair Black and Tommy End. And I think we talked about it not too long ago that we wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in AEW just because, you know, he seems like he'd be a really good fit there. Not only that, but all the relationships that he's built with a lot of those people in the indies. And um, uh, to me, the way they sold that, like the commentary, was perfect because they were like, oh, crap, you know, the lights are out again. We had this happen earlier today. What the heck, man? We got to get this fixed. And then, boom, like it was perfect. Instead of instead of them being like, oh, oh, what, what's going on? What's going on? Why are the lights out? You know, like they have done in the past. Where like yeah. they kind of fumble over each other and don't really know what to say. <coughs> this was perfect. The way they're like, oh, crap, guys. Sorry, there's a technical difficulty. We'll get through this. It happened again, or, or it happened earlier, it happened again, just now, we'll fix it. And then fucking, you know, the lights come back on, and there's there's good old Malachi Black. Which is pretty... It looked crazy. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He, he had the whole um, eye thing going on, like all this black, weird, you know, veiny-looking shit around his eye, and then fucking a white contact in his eye. Which, one thing that Jericho said, if you're gonna, you know... If you're going to, uh, if you go somewhere else or return or make a debut, you always want to look different. Even if it's a little different, like just a little difference, it, it makes the, the world. And so uh, it makes the world of difference. And so, uh, to see that was pretty cool because yeah, you know who it is by just by looking at him, you're excited to see him. And then he's got like a whole new vibe going too, because he's, he's pissed. Did you hear Jr. at the end, like, at the end of the segment? He's like, I didn't even know he, 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 he disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) What he was trying to say is like, you know, he kind of fell off the face of the earth in the other place, and then now he's here, and it was within the thirty or ninety day whatever that people usually have. So people were yeah. wondering how how he got to do that so quickly legally, but right. you know, good old Jr. fucking uh, uh, fucking Joe Biden, the shit out of that was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh anyway. no. Did you, anyway, did you notice how fucking uh, he was in all black, and then when Cody came out, he was in all white? A little bit of a foreshadow in there. Yeah, there's gonna be a feud for sure. Uh, Cody hit Arn and Cody, right? Cody hit Arn and Cody with that. uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Malachi hit Arn and Cody with that spinning heel kick. Uh, Moving forward, oh yeah, and then you also got to see Masvidal and Nunez from UFC in uh, in the crowd at AW. So that was cool to see. Yeah, what was Uh, that all about? What was that all about? Just guess. So confused on just that. having just having celebrities at your show Some weird makes it makes you look good. But then gave him a mic. Yeah, I was like, that's what I was wondering. I was like, I, I figured it's it's what it was. Oh yeah, partnership like they're probably and, gonna and, sponsor and that AEW. One, Sorry, go ahead, me. No, uh, that you're you're fine. That one dude from America Top Team, uh, 
was in the ring cutting actually a hell of a promo <laughs> and fucking Talking shit too yeah dude and uh lance archer fucking hit him with uh his finisher so that was actually kind of cool yeah i thought that was funny uh he was talking shit about pro wrestling man yep you don't do that no so this fucking main event guys Oh, yeah, the Young Bucks versus the motherfucking... It was Pentagon Jr. and Eddie Kingston. Um, yep. Street fight. The Young Bucks came out looking like they were... My dad in the fucking 80s? Yeah, Brad's dad <laughs> under the out in the backyard fixing the air conditioning unit. Like... <laughs> oh, the cutoff jeans, like, thigh high. Yeah. Like, come on. The, like I was, uh, I was dying when I saw them when they came out. You know what? But I did not. I lost all respect because they shaved their fucking mustaches. Kenny had their his. I was gonna like, say I was that. Like, I was, I saw. I was like, what the fuck? No commitment. None. You guys no, are It's because they got it. It's because they got it over, dude. So they took it away. They're like, oh, fucking. Even fans like nah. posting with their shit, like, oh, just like the young bucks. So they were like, fuck that. We're not starting. We're not going to be doing these trends. Like, I, I get it. I get it. I get, okay, I get that. Okay, that makes Even Nakazawa. Yeah, that does make sense. Even Nakazawa shaved his mustache for a bitch, but Kenny didn't. Nah. Kenny decided that he looks too cool with it. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I'm going I'm to rock this for a little while. <laughs> On second thought, I think I'm just going to have this. Uh... Yeah. No, great match, though. Yeah, the match itself yeah. was incredible, despite the lack of facial hair. Uh, it was a <laughs> fucking barn burner, dude. Like, it was a really good match. And Eddie Kingston, once again, proving that he's a fucking main event baller, dude. Like, he can roll with them dude, punches, dude. Like, he's he's so fun to watch. Eddie Kingston he... has slowly become one of my favorite, like, newer people of the, the newer generations of wrestling. What were you saying, Rody? Uh... When he went through that table, when they fucking broke off the metal pieces, and they, uh, it looked like it went through him. I was like, oh, my God, he yeah. just died. But he didn't. He's alive. That piece but went yeah. up into his spine. like. Yeah, man. It was. It, like, broke all weird. Yeah. That's it's crazy. It's crazy. They crazy. Pentagon Dude, but it went, it went no color in that hard, match. Then that makes no sense. Matt, That's ha- one Matt, match. Was, Matt was bleeding from the nose a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. So that probably real colored. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. like <laughs> like blading themselves and shit. Yeah, no blading. Like the um that was all in the first match. They're like, no more. We got one in the first. You can tell Pentagon Junior is campaigning really hard to get an action figure made of him in that costume because he's been wearing that Joker outfit for like three months straight now, dude. <laughs> like he's getting that fucking Joker gimmick over. But I think yeah. uh, I was thinking about that last night, and I'm I'm thinking that it's it's actually going with the um, the storyline a little bit because the Lucha Bros outside of AEW they have like a legit comic book about them, so I think it has to do with like the split between him and Phoenix, and that's why him and Phoenix haven't been tagging because of the split that they had with Eddie Kingston. You know what I mean? And now um, now that Eddie Kingston's face, it's like this whole other side. And then 
uh, Penta El Cerro Mierdo fucking kind of turned heel, and he's got that fucking Alex Abrahentes guy, like, basically being his mouthpiece. So it's kind of like a half-heel, half-face kind of group that they have with the death triangle, and then Eddie Kingston is now involved. It's, it's, uh, it's weird, but uh, I think the Joker has been representing um, that side of the storyline is that he's, he's kind of heel right now. He's he's the the villain. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to look at it. I uh or 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 maybe he lost his other suit and that's the only one he has right now and he's just fucking rocking it, you know? Maybe Why he just not? can't get home. <laughs> yeah. And that's all he's got. Kenny, come here. I think he lives in America now. But I don't know. I know for a while he was stuck in Mexico because of his visa. Yeah. And then that's why you're only seeing Phoenix. I don't know, man. There's if they don't build some kind of storyline with that fucking shit, then I don't know. But those guys they, need to be tag champs know, soon too. Have Santana Ortiz take the titles off the Bucks uh at their New York show that they have coming up at that stadium. And then uh, and then uh, eventually down the line have the Lucha Bros, when Phoenix comes back, just push them to the fucking sky. They don't even have to have the tag titles for a long time. I just think it's time for them to win it because they had easily one of the best matches in AEW with the Young Bucks at the very first double or nothing. And... The Zero Miedo gimmick is like, or I guess chant you would say is fucking over big time. Yep. That's my over. fucking, literally my all-time favorite match. And I'm biased because I was there, but is literally the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers at Double or Nothing in, the, in that motherfucking barn burner of a match. So good, dude. Like that, that match was just fucking insane. Bucks came out dressed as uh, their Elvis gimmick and or clothing. And sorry, I don't know why I keep saying gimmick. Uh, they came out, I guess, because everything in wrestling is a gimmick. Hmm. Um, but not Macho Man's voice. That is not a gimmick. That is his real voice. Hmm. I think, um, if I may. And I, I I might not even may be not. correct on this, but I'm pretty sure that I heard that the fucking Young Bucks was that was a tribute to Evil Knievel. They're out. Oh, that's cool. Hey, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like the better when they came out as a uh, Street Fighter stuff. Like they were yeah, they Ryu cool. and Ken. The fighter. Fest. Kenny. Yeah, Kenny spray painted yeah. his hair orange. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, uh, keep it going here. We uh we've seen one hell of a match between Penta and Kingston versus the Bucks. Uh, so much interference was happening. Carl Anderson brought out some thumbtacks. So you've seen a couple thumbtack bumps. Uh, to end the match, you had uh, after I and I have to say this mm. after the Bucks were submitted, the Bucks were pinned. Uh. 
and that bastard Rick Knox was out, wasn't paying attention. Uh, they had that match won, but the Bucks technically won it because there's no disqualifications in a street fight, which had no idea it was going to be a street fight until tonight, until that night. Right. But it was fine because they had a killer match. There's so many good spots, and to end the end the match, you had a. Uh, they shoved a bunch of thumbtacks in Eddie Kingston's mouth and fucking Matt Jackson super Ooh. kicked him for the yeah. one, two, three, and God yeah, damn it. Bucks retained. It's really cool, no, dude. Nobody wins when thumbtacks are involved. Nobody. That shit looks like it gets everywhere. Oh, yeah. Ah. And then getting like power bombed on one or fucking throwing super kicked it with a mouthful. No, fuck it. Throwing him in the eyes. Yes. You guys are ruthless, ruthless animals, you guys are. I like it, you young bucks. I think, like yeah. Jer- Jericho said, the more thumbtacks there are, the less it actually hurts. Because, like, when it's just, like, one, like, when it's just a few that are poking you, then it's fucking painful. But when it's a shitload spread out and distributed a little better, I could see how that, uh, you know, would hurt a little less. I just think it fucking yeah. hurt no matter what, dude. That yeah. shit fucking. That a shit thumbtack is a thumbtack. I ain't taking no thumbtack bump in my goddamn life, dude. Ever. You know. Uh, no way. No, I was going to say, I'll let like, someone powerbomb you onto some thumbtacks, but you'd have to be awesome, and there's not a wrestler alive. Shit. Is that awesome? Oh, shit, dude. Well, it was a good dynamite. Uh, they just are back to getting better and better. There was that streak during the playoffs where it kind of fucking was sucking, but they're doing really good right now. Got some shit to look forward to because AW is going to Texas. 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 And you're going to see you're going to see some good matches like what we talked about earlier with uh, Matt Hardy, Christian Cage, Carl Anderson, John Moxley for the IWGP United States Championship. Uh Britt Baker, Nyla Rose are also announced for Fighter Fest for the title because uh, we all want to see Nyla Rose in another uh, title shot or have another title shot. Um, no. Yeah, right. That's how I feel, Rod. Nah. I'm with you, bro. It's just too much. There's so many other chicks you can put in the title picture. So many. Like uh fucking uh um um you missed a match by the way. Just what throwing that out there. You missed the fucking Chris Statlander or and Orange oh, Cassidy yeah, yeah. this fucking was, the bunny and butcher. Match. Yeah, yeah that, that was a pretty over. good match. That was my piss break, smoke break snack match. But speaking of breaks, let's take a fucking music break real quick, shall we? So, in honor of the Weenie Roast returning, the Franks and Deans Weenie Roast every first Wednesday of every month, we are going to play Franks and Deans. That is going to be Sway into Down in Mexico. Check it out. When marimba rhythm starts to play, dance with me, make me sway. Like a lazy ocean hugs the shore Hold me close, sway me more 
Chris Statlander, she should be running up for that women's champion. What's her record at right now? It's got to be good, dude. I but think she's yeah, coming think, up for yeah, yeah, I'm just it, saying, though, like, get, get, get Nyla Rose out of there. Yeah, she's just in that title picture all the Have time. Have her just be in, like, beast mode, and she just pulls a Braun Strowman's and just goes around punking bitches in the back. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Just, I don't want to see her in the fucking title picture. That's all I'm saying. She's already been champ once, and there's tons of other women to choose from that are actually really good, you know? So... Yeah, I I like Britt Baker as champ. To be honest, like she's a good heel. Let's see what she does for a little while. She's a really good heel, dude. And I dude. knew that they were slow cooking that so she can get better at her craft. And she's right? a fucking really good heel, dude. You know her boyfriend's teaching her a thing or two. I mean, Mr. Adam to. Adam Cole, baby. Baby. I wonder if they practice cutting promos on each other. That would be awesome because they're both good at cutting promos. Is, and uh, they're both former world champions. Well, one of them is a world champion. What's going on with um, Adam Cole? Is he uh, on NXT? What is he? What's going on with him? He just had a match against Kyle O'Reilly at the Great American Bash and won. Oh, yeah, that's right. The whole Undisputed Era broke up, which is stupid. Yeah. It was Kyle O'Reilly, right? Not uh Bobby the other Fish. Dude. Bobby Fish? Or Bobby Strong? Fish. Was it Roderick I don't Strong? think it was Roderick. I think it was Kyle O'Reilly. I don't have I my don't phone watch an XT. I have to look. But yeah. yeah. Samoa Joe's back in NXT. Uh yeah. Zelina Vega is back in WWE. Which that I caught me by surprise. Happen. Yeah, that yeah, caught me by surprise the other night. I that really, really, really and then she lost Joe to go to AEW like so bad. And I was so deeply was upset saying. when they were like, Samoa Joe on NXT. I was like, oh, my God. Like, Fucking whack. It's a better place than the main roster for him, obviously, because Triple H is going to use him better. But, right. like, oh, my God, dude. It's just like he could have fucking – he could have had the perfect end to a perfect run – and he still can if he just goes to AEW. Like, wait, is he wrestling or is he just fucking? Uh, he's wrestling. What's his name? Okay, he's a special he just... guest referee, I think, for the. Uh... Fuck, what match was it? I I'd have to look it up, but he was a special guest referee for a match on Amer Great American Bash. Well, like when he fucking when that showed his like re-debut to NXT, he was in ring gear, so. It's so fucking we'll, we'll see. Fucking, we'll fucking see. He's just gonna be a ring announcer at NXT. I mean, he's good at it. I thought he did a wonderful job at Mania. Oh, that's kind of weird that they let him go. You know, right? And they brought in a couple other fucks. Pat McAfee. He's actually quite funny on 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 uh, commentary. Yeah, him and Michael he Cole like, seemed to. He was sitting on Michael Cole's head, like. Teabagging him basically. Nice. Coming out to like, I think it was like Sami Zayn's music, which no one should get that hype for because Sami Zayn sucks. Let's be real. No, he's got good. He's got a good. No, he does not at all. Uh, he's got a good song in WWE. 
dude, he's had some phenomenal matches in WWE. In NXT, him and Kevin Maybe Owens one. had arguably one of the best matches ever. Like, ever. Look that shit up, dude. And they've yeah. had many, many matches, obviously. But in NXT, those two probably yeah. had one of the best matches ever on WWE TV, bro. Like, it... Go back and watch it, bro. I'm not. It's worth it. It really is worth it. Watch it tonight, dude. You will fucking the, the whole like conspiracy theory thing with Sami Zayn was the only thing that was watchable for me. For like, I know, thought like, that was funny. Like just because Sami Zayn is so good at whatever you give him, like he'll do it. It's like a crackhead, bro. It was fucking perfect, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sami Zayn's... Fuck you, Brad. Sami Zayn's a shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and his music is a good ska song, so suck it, dude. Oh, 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 I haven't been I his stuff. The I stuff that they've that the, the dubs been making him do, it's just like, eh. Do you know? You know, it's funny that eh. they've actually been doing on uh, WWE is Baron Corbin. I think is losing everything right now. Like he's going broke. Huh. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> there's like videos of his fucking land or his Range Rover getting towed away, and he's having to like lose his watch and shit. <laughs> like he's going broke or something. I don't know. Because uh, uh, uh Shinsuke, Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura took his crown and claimed his the king, and so now oh, he's yeah. not the king. So now he's not the king. So now he doesn't have any of his fucking his prop money or whatever. Is that what's and, going on? That's funny. Yeah. One thing I did see. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say it's 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 pretty good. One but, thing I uh, did see that I don't like is uh, Matt Riddle being on top of that ladder going. Whoa, I'm really high. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I can't believe they got away with that. Dude, Bro. they got away with fucking Matt RVD giving Matt Riddle rolling papers. Yeah. On yeah. live TV. New RVD rolling papers. I think I was I saw uh, that. That was at, uh WrestleMania, WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was. I love fucking Matt Riddle and fucking uh, Randy Orton, RK Bro, dude. That's funny stuff. Yeah, and I, I on the clips like on Instagram that they post, I'll look at the comments, and there's not a lot of angry WWE fans right now. They're all actually kind of happy with the storylines that are going on. Uh, I don't watch WWE obviously, but I, I watch the clips on Instagram, and they're pretty good. Roman Reigns is doing really good. Not Jimmy Uso. <laughs> Not Jimmy Uso. <laughs> Again? Did he really? Yep. Oh, yep. what a fucking idiot. In the middle of a big push, huh? Yep. Yep. That's why he he got he has he got pulled. I haven't seen him in like two weeks. Gotta what a get dipshit. What a dipshit, uh, dude. Yeah, so he's probably not going to be on for a little bit. Like, imagine. how many times does this have to happen? Right, imagine, dude. Fuck, man. Just stop. 
When you drink, you're like, don't drink. Get a fucking Uber. Dog, you have money. You're Jimmy fucking Uso and you can't take an Uber, you bitch. Yeah. You bitch. <laughs> no, I, I read that and I was like. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. one of those things where he gets drunk and he wants to drive. Like. Yeah, exactly. He's got, dude, that kind of shit. Get and it was bad, thing, too. It was like, Help you get through that kind of shit because there's, there's some type of addiction thing going on in your head with like getting drunk and wanting to drive because that's what it has to be you know he has money for fucking taxi uber uh he's probably got someone that could drive him that he knows personally obviously naomi can come pick his ass up (laughs) he has a brother fucking call the head of the table yeah (laughs) yeah roman your cousin will give you a ride dude call uncle rocky dude rocky will fucking hook him up with an uber right your dad's fucking rikishi what the fuck? <laughs> you can afford an Uber. <laughs> yeah. If not, he can. For real. Yeah. You know who is, you know, who I seems digress. to still be staying out of trouble and seeming really healthy is Jeff Hardy. And that's really good because, you know, he, he struggles as do most people with addiction and shit. And, uh, that's my he just boy. seems to be doing he just seems to be doing really good, dude. Staying positive with his role in WWE, not complaining on the internet about what's going on. Like, you know, he's he's an he's an ultimate baby face, dude. He really is. I was watching a TNA match the other day, and he had short hair, and he was fat. Yeah, was all, was like his prime drinking stage. Yeah, he, he was, was not doing good at that he time. He was not in a good no, spot when he was in TNA. Not at all. Yeah, it showed. It it definitely showed. Same I was like, Whoa. Angle. Angle was like the most fucked up Angle was was during his TNA tenure. Like he was and on he t- all I, kinds of drugs and shit. Fucked up. I heard oh, yeah. someone. I heard X Pac doing an interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet, and he was like explaining how many pills he took a day, and it was like, that's a lot. Chris is like, well, that's a lot, and he's like, uh. Not really. It's definitely not as much as Kurt. And everybody just seems to like refer to Kurt Angle as like that's the the pill popping the high, machine, dude. That's like the 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 standard of fucked up, like too fucked up in that business. You know, was when Kurt Angle was at that point in yeah. his career. Yeah, it was sad. Yep, that's why I was like, man, his last match in WWE, they must have gave his ass a Percocet, slapped him on the ass, and told him to go because he fucking, he was on fire. But I think he just had that in his heart ready to go because he's been well and clean for a long time now, which is really good. Yeah, he seems to be doing pretty good even after getting let go of the WWE. seems pretty happy. He's got his podcast over at adfreeshows.com with... uh. The Podfather himself, Conrad, Conrad Thompson, and uh, I haven't listened to a single episode, but it I'm, it seems to be doing good because they're still going. Right, right, right. What up, Tanner? What up, Marcus? What up, Uncle Nate? What up, Matt? What up, Joe? Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Appreciate you, Uncle Nate. Another fucking close friend of the show here. We oh, appreciate yeah. him. Uh, hope to see you at the next Weenie Roast, Nate. Better show up. First Wednesday of every month at the Double Down Saloon in Las Vegas. We hope to see you all there. Not we, yeah. but they hope to see you all there. Well, you I'll, guys hope for I'll me. I'll be there. I'll be there at one of them. There's going to be more. 
I yeah, yeah. There's... It's on a fucking Wednesday, and I can never get a Wednesday off of work. So, yeah, I'll watch videos. We have weekend shows. We're gonna tour eventually, and you know. Yes, we'll yes. Be around. I feel fucking tired from it, though, dude. I didn't sleep very much. I went to bed at like four thirty in the morning. I didn't get back to my hotel room till like three fifteen. But I was waking up. I woke up at that time to take a shower to get ready for work. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a long night. It was a yeah, long I night. Bet you had a blast though. So that's fair. I had a great time, bro. And you know, I was thinking about. I was. Ta- I was actually talking with my wife about this on the way home. Not drinking during these events are so much more fun. You know, because like. You don't have to worry about like, oh man, I said something fucking stupid last night that I regret, or I acted a certain way that I regret. It's like I had one PBR and I remember everything, and right. <laughs> I was in control and I had a great time and didn't make a fool out of myself. It's really cool. Yeah, hell it's yeah, really cool. Just got not getting wasted, man. Like think about it. We were so hype when we first started doing shows and stuff. It was like, well, we have to get drunk. It's going to make this fucking way funner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not only and that, just but just to that... calm the nerves, you know? You start getting, start true. getting too drunk. Just because just you're true. trying to catch up with your emotions and you're sitting there slamming them. And that's a, that's a lot, that has a lot to do with it, Gio, because... Uh, Fuck, how many times have we drank because we're fucking so excited we need to calm the nerves a little bit, Yeah. You know? Oh, so. yeah. Too many. Too many times. But I don't take any of it back. We had a great time. I But I can relate to what you're saying the most because, yeah, it's been a little over a year for me that I have not drank any alcohol whatsoever. Congrats. And uh, since the the playing of the shows, it has been the ultimate test. I knew it was coming. I knew once the the stage, once I hit the stage again, that's going to be the ultimate test of whether or not I'm really done drinking. And so far, I've done great. And I think I've always done better um, playing sober. You know, like when we when uh, when we did that Bam Fest show in Salt Lake City, that was I was that was one of the first times that I was quitting drinking and not drinking for a while. And I remember just the the results of that whole run were great just because i wasn't drinking and you were you did you did good that day too you were actually like on point and we just we smoked a lot of weed you know yeah. i think smoking weed helps us a lot that gets us in a much better mindset well, that's what i always tell people i'm not perform. sober by any means i'm not sober i just don't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly exactly uh so yeah like it just I think that's just a part of getting older, man. You know? Yeah. That's just the way we like to do it. There's some people who like to drink at shows, and that's cool. Whatever. I mean, it took me a long time. Oh, what up, Mama Meats? Uh, Rachel's watching. Hi, Mom. Meatbags Mama. So um, one of the biggest things for me was um, just finding myself, like, if I can still be that fun, exciting person that's funny and sporadic without drinking. And it it's kind of taken a while, but now that I'm back in shows and, and seeing people like hanging out in the parking lot before and after shows, 
it's kind of made me feel like, oh, yeah, it's never really left at all. I just felt a little awkward for a while because I was removing something that was, you know, heavily a part of my life, which was drinking. So that and probably being away from people for over a year. Yes. You know? Yeah. People remove the people, remove the alcohol. And then you got me that's just freaking out inside at home going, what's going on? Like, <laughs> you know, like, but it all it all came, you know, together. And, uh, you know, like you said, we we're just older now. We're smarter. We're uh, we're more mature. But definitely, you know, on the on the back nine you know, watching these these youngsters go at it and party, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like <laughs> that was me like a few years ago, man, and I don't I don't miss it, but I don't you know, I don't regret it. Like Cause we had some of the best of times just partying and fucking playing shows, bro. So of course, you know, we definitely don't want to regret those times, uh, even if we were fucking uh three sheets to the wind, I think is the yeah the old thing. But it's so much more Good fun times. now because I can Some, remember. Sometimes even more. I can remember That's... every moment of the set, and like, I still get like like blacked out when with um with fear and nervousness when we're about to play. Not blacked out, but like, I still get really nervous when we're about to take the stage. Like, no matter what, that'll always stick with me because I care about my craft. But fuck yeah. Once I'm up there, it's just there's so much more clarity. I can remember every moment. I can remember I can look out and I can see who's singing along. I can catch a good gauge on what people like, what people aren't don't really care for. Like I get so much of a better grip of reality and what's going on with the product when I'm, you know, not sober but not drinking, you know, cuz I get a little baked before the set or whatever to calm my nerves, but just having that clarity, it, it 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 helps a lot, especially when you're trying to, um, you know, perform and entertain. You know, it it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of the show. Uh, it increases the quality, and uh, that's the goal for everything in life. Personally, yeah, room for improvement. It's funny. It's funny you could go back and listen to like the early episodes of even this podcast, and all three of us. Are fucking just hammered drunk by the end of the episodes. Oh yeah, just shitty <laughs> drunk. Even in more just recent ones, drunk. like you know, with at, at Jeremy's studio, like yeah, yeah, that was the end. Oh, but and then look at us now, like fucking, we don't even drink on the pod anymore. We're just fucking. Yeah, last oh, time yeah. I drank on a podcast was one of the early Cosmic Soup podcasts, and I was, I felt embarrassed the next day. Let's. Cheers. I just thought I was. I was stupid and I didn't talk right and I regretted it. I come, I, I, I turn into pens. someone. I don't have a pen. I have a pot. There you go. I have a joint. Cheers our marijuanas. Yeah. That's going to be some good ASMR for the fucking listeners right there. My lips smacking yep. together, creating a fart noise. <sighs> <laughs> So, and I think uh, that's kind of a good note to end this show on. Just uh, I like how remember, you brought it guys. back full circle like that, too. You're like, that kind of ties in with what we're talking about at the beginning with, you know, self-improvement. And and that's what it's all about, man. You're, I think everybody in their life is just trying to improve. You're kind of good at these things, man. I mean, after 85 episodes, you're, <laughs> you're a pretty good host, man. I'll, I'll admit it. <laughs> you're... You're pretty damn good at what you do, man. I like that. 
<laughs> well, it's just because I'm not drunk. I'm not sober, but I'm not drunk. Boom. Good fucking call, man. Great episode, boys. I fucking love you guys. I like I like doing these, and I like finding a reason to do them every week. Because even though clearly some of the people don't want to hear about wrestling because it went from, you know, like fucking 20 viewers to six. Just <laughs> That's how you inflate some numbers, Rody. Don't tell them what's really going on. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah. Uh... Uh, yeah, like I, I love you guys too. Uh, it's a great show as always. Great episode. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. I'm looking forward to the uh, to the uh, to the promo podcast that we've been talking about. Unfortunately, we couldn't have Hoon on today, but we're gonna we're rescheduling him. Oh fuck! Uh, we totally no sold Hoon today, huh? We did. We didn't even bring up the fact that we we're supposed to have Hoon on. <laughs> Yeah, we were Sorry, supposed guys. to have Hoot on, guys. Uh, <laughs> things just didn't work out. We are going to reschedule him, though. Uh, for another time. For okay. another time. That is Justin Hoon Waldrop, yeah. the guitar that's, player of that's, Skull Drug. And that's how you uh, that's how you oversell. You say, sometime. We'll have him on soon. You don't give a date, because then you have, what is going on in your nose, Geo? I just want to see how I see high quality my camera is. It, it looks, looks really good. It looks great. Yeah, it does. We need we need the camera that you have so we can look as good, to be honest. Look, you can see every individual hair of my patchy mustache. Yeah, what, dude, you better fucking hook us up with the your camera so we can get it. I want to look that good. I want to look hey, handsome like you. It ain't easy looking this good, all right? I want to be at least close to it, though. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in, checking it out, sharing it. Thank you, Bobby Lacey. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Uncle Nate. All of our big supporters. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, like I just said. And we fucking love you, man. Hey, we're hey. going we're gonna to be back hey. for 86. Hey. What? Yeah, 86. it'll be uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I was just interrupt you. 86 <laughs> should be good. 86. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we didn't even get to, <laughs> we didn't even get to Rody's facts either, dude. Oh, man. It's all right. He's no, happy man. to not do it. Ah, German chocolate cake was not found in Germany. It was found in I think it was like Canada. Get fucked. What? <laughs> <laughs> Them damn Canadians <laughs> swindled us oh again. Oh my! I hate you all. Goodbye. <laughs> that just pissed me off. I'm so, I'm so hot right now. Like, I could fucking headbutt a wall. Oh no! I, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Texas, just as bad. But... It's from Texas. Yeah. Goodbye. If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. For more information, visit CosmicSoupRecording.com 
or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Soup Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today. 480-331-7687. 